You're listening to the best of the new day. Feel the power on Spotify. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Ladies and gentlemen, because there's been such a high demand for E to get his full 40 minutes, we're going to let him mm. begin the podcast with the introduction and we can start the timer and see if he... Uh, hold on. I, didn't, I said nothing about doing... I, said, I didn't say a thing about Girl, doing a 40-minute intro we'll start today. the timer. Timer's I, going. I'm not give. doing, I'm not doing yeah, 40 ahead, minutes. Bro. You got yeah. it. I said I'm also not doing the ooze either. You, I hope you, you know did. that. And we said... Do whatever you want. The floor is yours. It's your 40 okay. minutes. You okay. said you could do it. You can handle it. I didn't, I didn't, but I didn't say today I wanted to. Oh, I didn't say that you. Welcome. Welcome one. Welcome all. Welcome young. And welcome old. Welcome dogs, cats, humans. To the greatest podcast on God's green earth. I said God's green earth. And it is entitled The New Day Feel the Power. <laughs> Baby. Just so you all know uh, who we are and what our voices sound like, my name is Big E. Uh, but as you've known, if you listen to this uh, podcast religiously for the last several months, I've given you some long diatribe about how my name was stolen from me. I used to be Big E Langston and how Langston had a certain weight to it, a certain gravity that when people uh, passed me in the street, they would when they heard, oh, that's that's Big E Langston. They would look up. They would they used to like maybe look down or look look to the side. When they heard, oh, that's Biggie Langston, they would look up. And, you know, many of them actually, believe it or not, many of them would actually, they would stiffen their hand, their right hand. It would be very stiff. Fingers so bent. Why is your hand that straight? It's so straight, it's, it's bent. That's but how straight it is. not watching the video, he, the is, he is stretching his fingers as far as he humanly possibly can. So do that oh where you're listening. God. And see yes. how your fingers begin to bend back? E's fingernails are almost touching his wrists at this point. <laughs> yeah, come on, you're doing too much. You're doing too much. So many of them, the big E wouldn't really do much for him. They would, you know, big E is like, who cares? But once they heard of Langston, they would take their hand like this. Like I said, straighten it. <laughs> <laughs> now to the right angle. Now to the full right angle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they would take that hand and they would put it to their dome and salute crisply, almost, an, almost dislocating the elbow. That's, that's how a nasty sharply. salute. That's a nasty salute. <laughs> okay, that's what happened? Sharply. What happened? Tennis elbow? No, no, I just salute like I just salute like, you know, you get it. You get it. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> to, the, to the point of injury, of, of near injury, or at least spraining uh, several ligaments, uh, they would salute Biggie Langston. But now I am not a salutable man. You know, I'm not a man worthy of salute. <laughs> not, not, salute not a salutable, I'm not a salutable man. man. I don't know if you've heard that term no. before. No, but I'm no longer salutable. But I love it. That's my new <laughs> oh, yeah, feel free he, to steal that. He's not salutable at all. No, no, you're oh, not, not salutable. salutable. Right. No, no. That should be a segment of the show. You know, uh, who's who is salutable and un, unsalutable? Yeah. Maybe just based on name alone. 
Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone because individually we're great, but together we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian software. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! I'm Xavier Woods. Hi. Um, I feel like I know people in my life that I rock with. I love them. They're great. But I wouldn't salute them. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a different level. Yeah. Like Breeze. I, I love Breeze, but I oh, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't no. salute him. Oh, God, no. 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 But that's, I don't know if that's a shot at him. That's, we don't have that kind of relationship. Yeah. I'm trying to think of who I would salute. I would salute, I would salute Devon. Yes, because you have a certain level of respect for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Is that because we don't disres- we disrespect Breeze? Is that why we have no respect um, for him? I don't I think, I think, I don't, I don't know. Well, I'm trying to think. It's like, if I'm th- thinking, it would, would, if it's the same age and it's like a peer, you don't mm. feel like you need to salute them because you're on the same level as them. But like, I feel like, so Donald Glover is the same age as me. He's like my, I call him my I'd same salute. age idol. Yeah. I'd salute the hell out of Donald Glover. Right. So is it like an, it's just an admiration thing? I, th- I think it might be. Admiration, not not respect, just admiration. Admiration, right? Yeah, it's a ooh, it's a fine line. But uh, but you can you can respect someone without admiring them. That's true. But if you ooh. admire someone, you probably respect them too. Good call. Wow. Good call. In some way, shape, or form. Trying to make a, and that makes them salutable. Yeah, if you admire them, but then a secret you admirer, yeah. you're not going to salute your secret admirer. Well, but the secret, the secret admirer is the one who's admiring you, so they should salute you. But I mean, okay, so so flip that. But I, I, in either scenario, I wouldn't salute, even though I'm admiring, but it's a different use of the word. If you yourself are the secret admirer, you would not salute the one, the admiree, is what you're saying? <laughs> I, I, f- I feel like secret admirer is a misnomer. It's a, mm. it's a secret luster, is what you're yeah. doing. You, you don't, you're yeah. not really admiring. No. You want to no. jump their bones. Yeah. <laughs> you want to do foul and <laughs> filthy things to them. It's not <laughs> really about admiration. It's about them. lust. It's about filthy lust that comes <laughs> deep from that within is, you. That doesn't work. Hey, I'm your secret luster. Yeah. <laughs> how's it, Ew, how's it going? Oh, <laughs> yeah, you, you can't be on here slipping, man. No. You can't be on here slipping. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like someone who would name themselves a secret luster would, would breathe like a pug. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It it sounds a lot more like just just filthy and and but it's like almost like disrespectful. But it is more accurate. That's what you're doing, right? Right. Because especially if if it's a secret admirer, for the most part, I feel like you don't really know that person. Like maybe work in the same building, but there's there's a level of distance between someone, and you can't really. How can you really admire or love or like someone for the right reasons? Is lust. You see them, and you you want to you want to do some yeah. biblical things with you want to you want to close some doors and lock them. Mm. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> but who's to say what the uh, what the right reasons are? 
maybe that's the right reason enough. <laughs> it's all it's all based <laughs> on me. Well, yeah. that's, that's why we salute him. He has the authority. He's Langston. Yes. He has well, the authority. When, I, when yes. I was Langston. Oh, when he was. Yes. Damn, you had all this power. <laughs> right. <laughs> All NFL referees are coming to you calling you hey man did you see the play yeah I can't figure it out what do you when they're doing the booth review you think it's no 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 they're calling me they're calling you they're calling you they're calling you you're out on a boat yeah well so what happened yeah yeah that's passing the fans yeah sure yeah, that's an affair right, I didn't see the play but I'll just yeah I go by my gut yeah you my gut tells me immediately who was it oh yeah yeah he's no good yeah oh um I uh when I was thinking about this show I, I want to be I I just want to be transparent with our audience mm-hmm. and uh, let them know that of all the shows we've done, this one had the least amount of planning. Right. So I was, you know, I was thinking like uh, we had nothing really that was moving us. We didn't really want to do another mailbag right now. And I realized, you know, we got nothing for you. We got nothing for you. That's kind of what I was thinking as a, a theme for, for this show is I got nothing for you. If, if you're here <laughs> looking for uh, something to inspire you, I got nothing for you. <laughs> if you're looking for, for something to really sink your teeth into, something that'll bring your life some sense of fulfillment, I got nothing for you. If you're, if you're looking uh, for something to, to take your life from, from medium to, to elite to great, to, to really step up the quality of your life, I got nothing for you. So don't come here. Don't turn on this episode. Don't start this episode expecting anything good, expecting anything, uh, maybe even entertaining. You know, don't expect a thing. If you want an hour or so, I don't know how long we'll go, but if you want an hour or so of your life wasted, time you can never get back, Time that on your deathbed you will you will say why why did I spend that hour listening to that podcast why did I do it if you want to regret in your life this is your podcast this is why we are here today so we we truly have nothing for you don't come here expecting much we are just going to babble we are going to talk about uh, little to nothing and that's why we're here. That is why we're here. here. So full transparency there is no plan we are flying by the seat of our pants and actually. I'm intrigued by the origin of that saying. What does it mean? Mm. I don't know. What I don't like Google mean? it. I don't get it. I'm on, yeah. I'm on tech now. Right. We're making segments that we ain't got nothing for you and potty talks. We got two segments That's it? on our show <laughs> now. True, true, true. I'm, I'm going to jump to tech guy. When I'm not hosting, when you're hosting, I'm going to be tech guy. So I'm going to look up the origin of the seat of her pants. Okay. Please continue. Yes. And I was reminded to uh, my favorite sitcom ever is uh, Seinfeld. And it's uh, famously a show about nothing. And you can't see this unless somehow we put up the video. But actually, a good friend of mine oh, wow. sent me these. Uh, it's a George Costanza uh, mug of the time that he was he did a, a boudoir uh, uh, shoot. <laughs> and he's just in his boxers here on a couch uh, for a woman who uh, worked at a place that they developed his photos and he was playing this game of seduction with her. And uh, yes, so if anyone hasn't watched the show or comes over to my house and gets this mug without explanation, it's very odd that you see this uh, balding white man um, in his boxers <laughs> on, on my mug. And I have two of them, actually. I've been sent two of them. So uh, that's, that's what my life consists of. That was the actually highlight of my last week, believe it or not. Wow. Uh, yes. Okay. Okay. So fly by the seat of your pants. So is parlance, and I had to look that word up because I didn't know that parlance is a particular way of speaking or using words, especially a way common to those with a particular job or interest. So like, for instance, the word gimmick would be like our parlance. Okay. So 
Aircraft initially had few navigation aids and flying was accomplished by means of the pilot's judgment. The term emerged in the 1930s and was first widely used in reports of Douglas Corrigan's flight from the USA to Ireland in 1938. That flight was reported in many U.S. newspapers of the day, including this piece titled Corrigan Flies by the Seat of His Pants in a newspaper. And then people started using it. So, so they, it was it, that that didn't describe it at all. Yeah. It was like pilot lingo. So they're saying that now there's tons of navigation stuff. So like you can kind of rely on like GPS to do everything. And so with this, like in order to navigate the skies, because you got to think about like weather patterns and all that type of stuff and wind currents. So they have to essentially fly on the fly. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't he, why wouldn't the phrase be like, uh, he flew with his heart right? or or he he flew with his gut. Or just his pants. Like why the seat of your pants? Oh, true, true. Because maybe because you have to be, seated to fly the plane i don't know there's there's the origin where it came from but yeah huh. let's see where uh i feel like finding the why is gonna be a lot harder unless i keep scrolling and it's right there yeah I, my level of, of investment in this honestly is it's very minimal now. anyways so, continue. Yeah. So, continue. so yes yeah. um uh, also another thing that um had been bothering me is that from time to time the two of you uh woods and cove sometimes oh, you guys just right. like to take all of the hair that god gave you on your face and remove it. Mm. I guess not all, because you still have eyebrows yeah, and eyelashes, I mean. but on the on the lower portion of your face. Can you please explain to me, Woods, you have done this uh, most recently. Mm-hmm. Can you please explain to me what was going through your rabbit ass mind? My rabbit ass mind. <laughs> my rabbit ass mind. Excuse me, sir. So you think you think that a man of my of my stature, a man who cares about his family and his friends as much as I do, who just randomly do something like this? My my rabbit ass mind. No, my mother. My mother has been begging me for like the past two years that to to, to shave my face because she wants to see my face. She said I helped okay. create this face. I want to see this face. So for Christmas, I said, mother. You know what I did? I shaved my face for your Christmas present, for one of your few, one of your many Christmas wow. presents. Because that's, that's the kind of son that I am. So for you to, to come onto this podcast and berate me about giving my own mother, my loving mother, wow. who birthed me herself, herself, I came out of her body, to do that one thing for her when this hair's gonna grow back in a few months? Rabbit ass mind, e wow. <laughs> nah, I feel bad. Wow. Is that, is that yeah. really the reason? Yes. Well, I didn't uh, know that. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's yeah, like, yeah, a, yeah, you feel it's terrible. A, it's a hell of a reason. It's admirable. <laughs> I think it's admirable, but it's, I mean, I don't know if like I'm seeing it correctly, but it looks like you uh, have reshaved since Christmas. So mm-hmm. you gave your mom a present, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, she, uh, you know, so you, you gave her a present. The question is, why are you continuing to, you know, to brandish this uh, this face upon us, you know? Uh, because <laughs> because I, I'm just, I don't because know. Because to give someone a gift that only lasts like, what, like two days? No, this, this five o'clock shadow grows back. So I've shaved it once. I'll shave it like two or three more times and then I'll let it grow. Wow. I don't understand why my face is such concern of the two of you. It's a part of our brand. It's a part of our brand. You you didn't run it by us. (laughs) You didn't run it by us at all. Actually, you did. You did say you. I did. (laughs) Well, you didn't. You didn't give me uh, a chance to object. Yeah, right, right. 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 You you dictated it to us. You didn't. You didn't ask us. You didn't ask us. Right. You know. You know know damn well we always (laughs) on matters like this. We we pitch it to the group, and if we outvote you, you got to shut it down. Matters like this. No, never once matters like this because I shaved my face and grown my face hair multiple times, and we've never had this discussion. And and more importantly, I have never just come to work with my hair completely dyed a different color without talking to the boys about it. So if we want to talk about somebody doing something (laughs) that's different from our brand, if we're talking about someone doing. 
something that's going against our brand without talking to the other two about it. Why don't we give Kofi the floor no, 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 for a second? No, no, no. That's true. That's, ahead, a, bigger that's, that's a bigger faux pas. That's a bigger faux pas. First coming all, I, back. We, did, we discussed this. I, ta- I told you I was going to do this to my hair. Several. We talked about this through several texts. We had a- we? Uh, Yeah, all of us. All of us. You had plenty. I, like- I gave, unlike you, I gave you plenty of time to object before I actually pulled the trigger and did it. It was probably a few months. You've shown like- up. You've shown up with. Uh, so your hair was normally in twist, right? And you've shown, you've shown up with your hair uh, on your face, fully shaved. And to me, with no hair on my face, is okay. much easier to digest than Kofi with no mustache. That's now, very true. That's, that's very true. That's a, that's a, that's out of a horror movie. It's that terrifying. Is- wow. <laughs> that's my face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you ain't lying. <laughs> you ain't lying. Uh, yeah, as soon as I did it, I was like, oh, instant regret. <laughs> instant regret. And then I shaved the rest of my facial hair too eventually. And like, I hadn't seen my face in a very long time, man. I, uh, it, you're, I mean, hey, you ain't lying, bro. I feel like, I don't know, like something happened. This is not, that's not the way I remember my face. You know, like something something happened under there all this time while it was growing out. Something was going on. I don't know. But I, I, yeah, yeah, I don't know, dude. I apologize for that. And I apologize to anyone who had to to see Like I I said, you ain't lying. You didn't have to say it out loud, you know, on the podcast for everyone to hear. But, you know, it, it is, it is what it is. I'll never do that again. Wow. You'll never see my face again. Thank you. It's You'll scary. never see my face You'll again. You'll never see my face again. Thank you. I appreciate that. Out of a horror movie got me good. <laughs> it's just because you don't look bad. It's just very abrasive. It, it, it is because you've had your facial hair for like since since I've seen Kofi oh, yeah. Kingston, you've had facial hair. So like to then go from like watching you when I was little to then being on the team with you. And then having this like fridge. You just slid that in real quick too, real casual. (laughs) Watching you when I was little. (laughs) When I was a toddler. Oh, oh, no, you meant because you put on that weight, you know? Because you you think now, when you were little, you mean when you were were a little bit of a lightweight, you know? You put on that weight, you got a little thicker. I know what you mean. I didn't take it as an insult. I know you wouldn't do that. I know you wouldn't do me like that. Exactly. Exactly. But ease mind, ease mind. That's messed up that you would He's always trying to instigate. Always trying to instigate. What? How dare you? No, don't put How that on me. <laughs> How dare you eat? That's your role in the group. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> Only when we don't have a sheet. So for people that, that aren't watching this, Kofi has a hoodie on that says Peach Daddy. That's right. What is this? I don't, you, I don't like that either. This? Yeah, Peach Daddy, man. You know, because you know I'd be talking about that little peach back there. I'm talking <laughs> about, uh, you know. Uh, it, it, the funny thing is, is like, uh, out of all the fruits... I never used to like peaches, you know, until I caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror and I said, wow, wow. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, that's, that stuff look ripe. You know what I'm saying? No, make no, you want to no, take no. a bite. I don't like this conversation. Make no. you want to take a bite. You like know what I'm saying? Dead I don't like this at all. Squats. You know what I'm talking about, E. You know That's what I'm talking about. That's why I was going to leave it alone. That's why I was yeah. going to leave the peach daddy alone. I saw this shirt. I had I had to do it. Rascal Apparel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Omar Isuf. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he had a lot of good shirts out there. And uh, Peach. Oh, I didn't. So I'm, I'm rubbing my chest right here. And it, it looks like I'm rubbing on the peach, which I also like. You see it? You're too grown, man. You're almost 40. You're almost That's 40. right. I'm a daddy. I care. And I'm a, and I'm a peach daddy at that. I got kids I, too. That's right. I don't like it. It yeah. disturbs me to my core. <laughs> yeah. When you call it a little peach, it makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 You know, I rocked that little peach, you know, you got to be proud of it. You know, you got to be proud of it. And I, I work very hard at it too. Like uh, after a certain amount of time, uh, you've been lifting for your whole life. You get to be a certain age. Some people like stop doing squats. They stop doing deadlifts. And if you have, uh, you know, if, if, you, if you're looking for any kind of motivation to continue, 
look no further. Go to my Instagram page. Go to my Instagram page and start scrolling through. You'll see. You know what? Maybe I should do some. Maybe I should keep on the squats, you know, and the deadlifts. Because you can get a little peach back there, too. A little garden. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? That sounds like you need to go to the doctor. Yeah. You got got some issues. If he needs the help, you know, I'll give him some tips. I swear, if, tips. if you're on IG doing butt workouts and glute spiration or whatever <laughs> they call coming, it, it's if, that's what, if that's what, what you're that? out there doing, I don't know. I don't know what they call what it. Kind of, what kind of, yeah, oh, you, yeah, I think you do, E. Yeah. Look, I, I like the bruise. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of nasty rabbit holes do you <laughs> Oh, let me look at these yoga Instagrams. Yeah. Yeah, you're really into yoga, I oh, bet. Hashtag glute spiration. Like, yeah. you ain't searched it. Yeah. You know? Look, don't well, judge I, me. I, I just made that word up. I didn't. I don't know. I don't know what the kids are saying out there. I never have my phone. I'm never. Don't judge me. But that uh, yeah, I'm. I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of you for continuing to uh, deadlift or whatnot. That's cool to see. But I just don't need you referring to whatever's going on back there in the way that you have been. That's all. Call it what it is. How does he refer to it? E. I'm not going to use that term. <laughs> it's, like it's offensive and derogatory. Yeah, sir. It's unsettling to me. It's a term of endearment. It is sir. quite unsettling. In fact, I think we should move on. Uh, I'm not even going to try to get a smooth segue. So, Cove, it's been snowing in Austin lately. And, and uh, yeah, I'm not even going to try to. Yeah, let's just get out. I'm bailing. I'm just bailing. Get me out of here. Uh, but I do want to actually I do want to talk about this because yeah. uh, you built a snowman and I will say it was a very uh, it was a very aesthetically pleasing snowman. Yeah, too. man. So it, snow. The thing about it too is like so, uh, and we know we talked about this um, earlier. Uh, it was quite a pleasant surprise, okay? Because I don't like the snow. I don't like the cold. I don't like anything that, you know, like anything below like 60, I got, I, I'm in a bad mood. Like if I go into the hotel room and they put the uh, the thermostat at like 60, 65, I'm, I'm angry that they did that, you know? Uh, so when I heard it was snowing here, I first thought it was going to be like, uh, you know, like in Atlanta, not to throw a shot at woods in your hometown or anything. But when you get, you guys get like a little inch of snow, the whole city shuts down. Snowmageddon. You know? and, you know, sometimes it's really Boston. bad. Sometimes it's I, really bad. And we take precautions on the just in case, you know. And I'm not, hey, you'll, you'll get no argument from me. Protect yourself. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Safety first. I get uh-huh. it. Protect yourself. Uh-huh. So I thought that's what it was going to be like here. Like everything was going to shut down. Oh, we're going to get this little dusting of snow. And then as the day started going on, uh, it started like, piling up and then you know by the end of the day we had like a good three four inches and it was like the good snow and people who have been like in uh you know climates that that are snow friendly you know like there's powder snow that doesn't like you can't throw a snowball with it you can't really make a snowman you can't make snow forts you can't do nothing with it but this was like the stickiest snow like the best possible snow so um we just came from new york a couple weeks ago and uh, we had all our snowsuits and everything all out so the whole family we all put our snowsuits on we go out in the front yard and we just start building, you know? So the kids are throwing snowballs at each other. We found like a little hill in the back. They're going sledding in the back. This is crazy because it's Austin. It's Texas, man. Like it's not supposed to snow like this. And, um, uh, you know, so in the front, you know, we start building the uh, snowman. And actually the one, so I actually, we built two of them because, so the first one we built, we rolled up the snow and it was pretty big. Actually, you know what it was like? Uh, you know, the Atlas Stones? 
like how they pick them up. So, you know, we made a big snowball on one and then I made a bigger one on for the second one. And I go to pick it up like an Atlas stone. So I got a little workout in there going back to the peach. You know what I'm saying? It's always spring in my house. I was trying to leave the peach, man. So so I put the thing up there and we made a snowman and we got the charcoal and everything. And then before I knew, like I look around, it's just me and my wife out there. We're in the snow. I'm like, I don't know where the kids are at. We were just sitting there, you know, like a little snow date playing in the snow, like two big ass kids. It was awesome. So then we go to the back. We made the big snowman in the front. We go to the backyard. And then uh, the kids are playing with some neighbors, like sledding and throwing snowballs and stuff. Then we go back to the front and our snowball and our, and our snowman had collaped. And I look mm. across the street and we have some other neighbors mm. and it's like three, uh, two girls over there. And they had like two of their other friends who were over there who were like younger girls too. And I'm just like, now they seem like real nice little girls. Did they push my snowman over? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I couldn't like, you know, I I don't want to like accuse them, but I I I will go back and check the security footage and, <laughs> and some parents might need to be notified. So anyway, we uh we we made another snowman. Uh, actually, this one was like mostly me. All the kids were like inside getting hot cocoa. I'm outside by myself, snow day, you know. So I make this snowman. And I'm like, ah, oh, something's missing because you know Frosty the snowman, he has a uh, he has like that hat, right? So I'm like, he needs something on his head. And I'm looking around like, you know what? I'm going to make a mohawk. So now I'm out there. I'm making a mohawk on him. This is just me out here now. The kids are inside. My wife is inside. Everyone's had enough. Uh, And then one of my other neighbors comes from across the neighborhood, drives his truck over and he goes, hey, you got the best snowman in the neighborhood. I go, oh, whoa, thanks, man. Like, I just want to come over here and tell you that. Turns his car around, goes back home. So he just came around <laughs> just, to, just to tell me about my snowman. And I felt so good, man. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, wow. Normally, I hate, I despise snow. I can't stand it. And now here we are. You know what I mean? Having a snow day in Austin, Texas, of all places, just having a, a, a great time. So you know, it was, a, it was just a pleasant surprise to be able to uh, enjoy the snow in my in my own house, which I haven't done since I was a kid. So <laughs> it was uh, it was good, man. It was good. Get a little snow day for sure. I That's love beautiful. that dude yeah. got in his car, drove right. to your house I just to compliment it. you and drove home. <laughs> but that's yeah. I feel like so much more stuff like that has been happening since yeah. I would, in my neighborhood. Definitely like, since quarantine has happened, like we're actually like conversing with your neighbors rather than like, yeah. hey, hi, bye. Like, you know, who, who like lives on your street. But like I'm like friends with my neighbors yeah. now and like oh, we yeah. do stuff like that. That's got to feel good because like think about that. That would have never happened had this so like and always i I know we always try to talk about like silver lining like what's the positive things that have happened or occurred in like bad situations i think that's definitely one of them it's just that that human interaction you know yeah no 100 percent. i've gotten to know my neighbors like so well over this past it's almost been a year is that crazy wild right so it'll be what i guess things went in lockdown because i remember so maybe it was april so march right like yeah like march a month and a half yeah Yeah. mid-march yep yeah wow so wow. crazy. It's I almost so got stuck wild. in LA because I was out there right before they closed down the airports. Oh my God. I think I flew out like two days before they closed down uh, either like the Georgia one or the LA one. But uh, but it was it was so weird because even even like earlier that week or maybe like two weeks prior, it was like, yeah, this this thing sucks, but like or, or everything is fine. And then everything just changed. And so yeah. it's, been, it's been interesting to see how the world has has morphed a little bit. And I'm in curious to see what's going to look like by the, by the end of this year. Is it going to be the same? Yeah. Or are we going to look different? Like what's going to happen? 
Yeah, oh, sure. and it's been it's it's so so quickly too because you think about it like uh, to me like this year has gone by like crazy fast you know and a year's not really a long time but like so much has changed in such a short amount of time like it's just so wild but no like you were saying man like our, our neighborhood has definitely gotten a lot closer you know what I mean like the kids for sure uh, obviously with uh everybody being home for a while I, it's it's bittersweet but at the same time like I don't know. It feels good to just be like actually connected to your neighbors. I mean, the, the neighborhood I lived in in Florida, I probably only knew, gosh, three or four of my neighbors. We never had conversations, really. You know what I mean? I, we lived there for a decade. You know what I'm saying? So what's wrong with your people in Tampa? You just had to do it. I'm just asking because you were born and raised there, you know? Well, I'm right. saying so like. Thing. So I, I think the reason that I'm like outside and like with my neighbors more is because we have kids and the kids are mm -hmm. playing. And so we talk automatically. like. Are, have you built relationships with your neighbors? Because like you're not, you don't do much outside of your house. Like, are have you found ways to like, I don't know, have, have things happen where you interact with them more? Uh, well, I, I go for walks now, and I find myself outside. That's like the only reason. But uh, to your point before, man, we were on the road for. So I, I got, I moved into my house in 2013, and this was probably you know, just six months or so into me being on the road. So I'm just very used to to going all the time until now. So I would never, you know, when we're home a day and a half, a day and a half or whatever, however long it would be, I wasn't outside much at all. Uh, so now, like, I don't have huge interactions with my neighbors, mostly because I'm still uh, paranoid about COVID. Well, actually, that's a lie, mostly because I like. The being alone. <laughs> so it's, COVID is a great excuse. And I'll, I'll still be using that months from now. Like, hey, you want to come to my birthday party? Sorry, man, it's a pandemic. Uh, that, that'll be my excuse uh, moving well beyond this pandemic is it's a pandemic. Much like uh, my recession excuse. Yes. People ask me to spend money. It's a recession well beyond, you know, the you know business could be booming. It'll still be a recession in my household. But anyways... <laughs> Uh, I, I see, it's cool to see, I go outside and I'll see like kids being pulled by their parents and wagons and, I, and I'll wave, you know, waving is about the extent of my interaction with my neighbors, but, but that's, that's a big jump up from before, not even yeah. seeing them or no interaction whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So at least I know what my neighbors look like. And, you know, that's, that's yeah. a, that's a step forward yeah. and I'll take that. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, uh, as a man who I might be the only single dweller of a house in this entire development, as far as I know, mm. uh, because it's definitely, it's a suburban area. So it's probably a bit odd and I don't want people to think, you know, that I'm a strange man. So I try to wave, <laughs> let them know <laughs> I'm here to be a part of this community. I wish you all well. I let them know that I am disarming. I am harmless. <laughs> I just uh, a smile and a wave, let you know I'm not here to mess with you. Don't mess with me. Everything's good. All love, peace, prosperity. Are they whispering when you walk but, by like, he used to be Langston. Just leave me be. Don't, yes. Do not salute him. Do I not. Can, I can assure you, I don't get a single salute. Yeah. They got to know too. I mean, with your shoulder mobility, like, you know, you think something like a wave is, you know, not a big deal. But with you, if you're putting your hand out there. Yeah, that's energy. Right. That's that's right, energy right, that right. you're spending. I hope they you know, know the amount not, of it's energy and discomfort I'm in. Yeah, I wave. That's right. <laughs> it's painful to be nice. Your, your ligaments don't want you to. They don't. They really don't. But I, I make do and I let them know. But it is. I, I think that's one of the, the nice parts is I do feel like there's a there is in a way there is a larger sense of, of community, I think, mm -hmm. in many ways. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. I support it. Thumbs yeah. up. It feels good. So like I, like I said, I'm just I'm interested to see what uh, when we're on the other side of all of this, like what what are we going to be able to keep? Cause I would really be upset for things to just kind of go back mm -hmm. to how they were like this, just 
like didn't happen. Uh, but again, like we won't know until we're, we're, we're on the other side of it. So I was, uh, we were having this conversation and we've talked about this before. Our mantra is save it, especially when we have little or nothing Mm -hmm. to talk about, which is me most of the time is we'll start talking about something before recording. And I will jump in and say, save it. And one of the things we were talking about is our producer, our beloved, uh, Dan Reichert was talking about, uh, possibly, uh, you know, cutting his lawn. And I said, you know, it's very bougie of me, but I hire someone to do my lawn mostly cause, you know, I'm not good at doing things. I'm not very handy. I could do it, but I don't really enjoy doing it. But it reminded me of a time when I was just a top, just a wee <laughs> little boy, just uh, knee high to a grasshopper as the kids say. And uh, it reminded me of a time where my old man, you know, he used to tell me out of frustration when he would try to teach me how to do things very impatient, man. Very, very impatient, man. <laughs> he would try to teach me things and they would snap and I would, you know, I would kind of like shut down and then I would, I would learn uh, how to do something outdoorsy, like dig a hole or just anything. <laughs> I don't know. Learn to dig there's, a hole? Yeah, there's a lot of hole digging. Dig there's a hole. A, no, but see, there's a certain way you like to do it. You know, I had my own way. You know, I was trying to skin the cat my way. You know what I'm saying? There's more than one way to skin a cat, but to him, there was only one way. Uh, but anyways, uh, one of the things I remember him telling me is that if you don't learn how to do these menial tasks, these things around the house, if you don't learn how to take care of your house, take care of the lawn, boy, you better make a lot of money. And, you know, I think this was a talk to try to teach me, you know, man, I got to get it together. I got to learn how to do these things like cut the grass well and and fix the heater and and change the oil. But nah, I said, I'm going to make a lot of money, fool. And I showed his dumb ass. I showed him. Jesus. You hit it so hard. Nah, nah. I ain't going to learn nothing. Skills? What skills? I got no skills and I ain't going to never acquire any skills. Not no. a one. No. So I'm going to make this money. Hire someone else to do them. But uh, again, that sounds very bougie of me, but just letting people know that uh, it's okay. It's okay if you're not good at these handsy things. In fact, I was also telling the boys, uh, I was also telling the boys that I was very proud of the fact that I've had this uh, clog in my sink for quite some time. And I was just kind of hoping it would go away. I used Drano, but I was very proud of the fact that I just YouTubed it and looked it up. And actually, it's quite easy to unscrew the parts of the pipe down under there. Put a little bowl underneath there. Kofi, why are you mocking my little hands? Because it looks gesturing. like you're doing something. This is unscrewing the pipes? That's how I unscrew, yeah. yes. But yeah. Looks like Clearly, that's why I don't do things around the house, fingers. <laughs> but every time you're going to do something, you're like, oh, no. Oh, no. What do I do? That's I gotta right. change the batteries in the remote. Oh, but I've got these creepy fingers. They just won't let me. Come on, man. Come on. But anyways, I, unsc- I unscrewed the part of the pipe and I removed the clog. It took me probably about an hour and a half in total. I started it and I had to go to leave yeah. for work. Uh, and then I came back and I finished it. And that was probably the only handy thing in seven and a half years of living here that I have done. And I was quite proud of the fact that I, I did something. I didn't have to call I, anyone. That's great. I did it. So, okay. I, I have a couple of questions. Hit so you've, you've, you've lived in this house, you said, for seven years? Uh, mid-2013, yes. And every single issue you've had with this house as a homeowner, you've had someone else take care of you? Like you haven't done any? I, uh, I don't have many issues, honestly. Um, but I think for the most part, my water heater stopped working. And then I just Googled. I also did that as well. Uh, but that was pretty simple. You just have to, like, press a button. And... Yeah. But for the most part, uh, I think, yeah, I think everything else has been handled by someone else. Really? Because, like, there's so many. I'm not handy at all either. Like, I'm, I'm in the same vein. But I will always, like, YouTube something 
Cause like, there's a bunch of, I think it was like how cast back in the day with this, like mm. how, how to uh, paint a room, how to install a doorknob, like they had everything. And then, and I was just yeah. all over YouTube. And so I'll always try first. Lots of like 99% of the time I can't do it, but I'll, I'll literally always try. But you also have, I feel like you have also have a lot more going on in your house. You have things uh, on the walls. You have yeah. things being done. You have people coming in and out. You have four people who live there consistently and people who come over. I also, there's just a lot less wear and tear, wear and tear. on this house. Fair, fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot less things going on. You know? I can't I don't imagine. Have, yeah, I don't have kids like pulling on. I bet I just imagine yeah. them swinging off the doorknobs. Yeah. You know? Pristine. Uh, man, I bet your stuff is in such good condition. Yeah. For the most part, yeah. Man. Oh, that's insane. I mean, my basement's in tip top shape because they can't come down here. Wow. If they come down here, I'm holding them. <laughs> what do you mean you hold them? You have a cell? <laughs> no, like I'm holding oh. them, physically holding them. Well, the baby, because he's one and he'll just like grab anything that he sees. He's like, oh, this is cool. Let me break this. Uh, Griffin, at least I can sit Griffin down. Griffin will go sit at the Street Fighter machine and he'll play. Damn. But I cannot like, if I'm not down here, they're not down here because mm. everything, everything down here is a collector's item. Oh, right? yeah. It's not a toy. I've, I've had the most solid, a lot of the stuff down here I've had since I was a little kid. I, I thought you meant like a holding cell, which was really popped me. It's, <laughs> oh, you, you, you catch them down there? You have a little prison for them. <laughs> There's just a little jail under the stairs. <laughs> yes. Now watch me play these games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you can't touch nothing, but you can watch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just, so just a little window for them. Just, That's right. Just, <laughs> all right. Oh, man. I, I'll agree, though, man. I think there, there's nothing more fulfilling than being able to fix something yourself in your house. We installed these uh, like fingerprint like locks. Well, not we, I did. Uh, and and it involved like taking out like the, what's it called? The, uh, like the, just the, the, the hand lock. I don't even know what the, the stuff is called, but you take it out and you have to get like a, a hole filler. So I had to get that, put that in, you know what I'm saying? Install the actual lock, connect it with the electricity, you know what I mean? Like the wiring and all that stuff. So I don't know if it's like, like safety certified. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but it's done, you know? And then you get up and you just, as, when, when I usually do that stuff, everyone's asleep. So there's nobody to like, to put me over, you know? <laughs> I'm just sitting there in the house. I'm just like nodding. I'm like, you know, trying to go over to the cat and the dog. Yo, res- respect me, man. I just, I'm the man of the house, you know? I'm doing all this stuff. Everybody's asleep. So the thing yeah. is like, when you, when, when they wake up and they see it, it's a thing like, you're the, you're the, you're the dad. These things are expected of you. So no, there's not a, yeah, yeah, hey, no, great, yeah. great no, job for doing this. No, you're so, no. you're supposed to do this. No. That's, that's your job just like everybody's got like a, like a position that they play and like you, you you do what you're supposed to do and it's like no yeah. i'm not doing this to get a pat on the back i'm doing it because yeah. i'm supposed to do it and it's going to be yeah. done or i'm going to get yelled at yeah. and i don't want to get yelled at that too so let's that get it done i respect uh, my, that my, my wife will give it to me every now and then i actually we so we have these uh, automatic blinders that have uh like batteries in them and it's not the biggest deal to go up there and like change the batteries but i had to get up there on the ladder you know what i'm saying and balance and you know, get the get like 17 batteries out of the gimmick and put new batteries in and like, you know, so it takes some effort. Mm-hmm. And she gave me a good congratulations. You know, she gave me a good, a good hearty thank you. And that there you felt, go. it feels good to get that, that recognition. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, Congrats. Happy for you. Congrats. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. My problem is that if I don't get something or it's frustrating, I feel like a certain, like a wave come over me. It reminds me of like, like childhood, like this wave of like, <laughs> I start sweating, I get frustrated and like anxious and I don't need that feeling in my life. So I, that's why I try to avoid doing things is because if I can't figure it out initially, or at least there's not, like I can't understand the path to getting it fixed or whatever I'm doing, is it right? Just like the smoke alarms that I had to take out. Just like I, you know, I, I've probably think I've told this story already on this podcast, but I'll tell it again. Um, but essentially, it's really not much of a story, but I went through and all the smoke alarms. I don't know why they do it this way, but they all go off at the same time. They all stop working at the same time, it seems. So I go through, I buy some new batteries, brand spanking new batteries, and I replace all the batteries, make sure they're in right. I go to leave for work, come back. They're still chirping, still chirping. I can't sleep like that. I'm a, I'm a very, I, I often, I envy people who can sleep through anything because I am such a light sleeper, such a light sleeper. The temperature has to be the right way. I use a white noise app. I need that. Everything has to be perfect. It has to be just perfect and I can sleep soundly. Uh, and if not, I'm screwed. But anyways, uh, the next day I try to figure out again, I go through every single one and I make sure the batteries are in right. Uh, and they seem to be, I check every single one. It still goes off. I come back, mm. I buy a new pack of brand new batteries. You know how it is for me to spend money? Even if it's just $10 on some batteries, it pains me. So I go through and I replace them with brand new batteries. I do it again. And the same thing, it keeps chirping and chirping and chirping. And I couldn't, I eventually I had it. I had that feeling, that sweating <laughs> feeling of not being able to figure out what's coming over me. Just warm and sweaty and anxious. And I said, enough is enough. If I had children, I wouldn't do this because, you know, someone else to protect. But I said, I'm going to take out all of these smoke alarms. Every single one, every single one is coming out because I can't live like this. And I put them all in a suitcase and one of my old gear bags. And uh, actually, I put them in my old car originally. Smart, but then yeah. but then I got rid of my car. I donated <laughs> it. So it's out of here. Uh, and then I put them in a suitcase once I got rid of the car and just put them in my garage just in case I ever want to put them back in. Um, but yes, that's where they are. And uh, so there are no smoke alarms currently working in my house, but they're were, still chirping. How are these things years later? They're still, they're still chirping. chirping were, in they, were they yeah. in the car when you gave it away? You no, no, no. Them? No, I mean, <laughs> well, yes. Well, I made sure. But before I before went through and cleaned out the car, car and made sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, thought you, I thought you retrieved them after you gave the car away. <laughs> no, no. I wasn't like chasing them down the yet. block. Sorry. Trying to get my smoke alarms. Deal. Hey, I'm so, sorry. Are there some chirping smoke alarms in that trunk? I just need to grab those. It's cool if I come by. No, that did not happen. That did not happen. <laughs> we had the smoke alarm thing too, but uh, my wife is uh, head and shoulders smarter than I am. Uh, smartest person that I probably know. Um, so I'm, I'm doing it for like, I don't know, like... Hours, it seems like trying to fix these smoke alarms. She's like, press the button and just reset them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? She's like, when you change the batteries, just reset them. I'm like, 
Oh, and like yeah. that's so instead of that feeling that you have of it washing over you and you feeling nervous because you can't figure it out, mine is me getting some information from her that's so simple. I just feel like a complete idiot. <laughs> like, what? Why did I not realize this? What is wrong with me? She's like, it says it right here on the back of it. If you just look at it, if you use your eyes and just look at it, I'm like, yeah. yep, I'll, I'll do that next time. Yeah, I did that too, by the way. I tried to reset still, it. It yeah. did not work. That's what I was going to say because you, you told the story, uh, I think it was actually before the podcast last week. And I was like, oh, well, you know, if you go in there and you reset it and then you're like, yeah, well, you know, I YouTubed it. And that, that's my, my biggest pet peeve is like, obviously you would have done everything in your power to like, you know what I'm saying? to like to, to go through and figure out how to do it. So yeah, so, sorry it didn't work out, man. I, well, I appreciate doesn't, that. doesn't burn. Well, uh, <laughs> that's, that's, thank you. Thank you very much for that. You know, fingers crossed. Uh, but that is actually, I, man, I marvel. We've talked about this many times, but we are so, so fortunate with, there's a lot of downside of technology, but there's a lot of good as well. The fact that I can very, in very, in mere seconds, I can very simply look anything up and figure out how to fix it or who to call is a blessing. How did, how did they do this like 15, 20 years ago? How did they make towns without GPS? You got a oh, map. Would, they used to get a map. Print out the MapQuest stuff. Like when I was in the Indies, we'd print out MapQuest and just yep. like f- watch the road like a hawk looking for science and stuff. And like, and it was just normal. But I'm thinking right. now, like if we had to do that, I'd be like, what? So annoying. Right? What? I got to I gotta think about the exit coming up in 40 <laughs> miles and keep it on my mind while I'm driving? What? No, thanks. It's crazy what? because obviously like even before that though, like people used to have to actually have like actual maps and they, people used to, uh, yeah. I think, uh, you know, some the of the Atlas. timers will come around and they'll have the whole Atlas and everyone uh-huh. will have to have your map and you unfold it and now you're looking like, how did you get to a show on time? Because uh, so, there are some of these towns that are like, it's so, it's so obscure, you know? Mm-hmm. We, so my trainer, um, he would teach us about that. So he's like, he would make sure he's like, okay, so y'all know, all know how to read a map, right? Cause like you have to know how to read maps if you're going to be bouncing around, getting the show. Like, yeah, you can use MapQuest and stuff, but like on the off chance that everything dies out, you got to know where you're yeah. going. And um, I remember on, on his map that he had, so it would be easier to find the places that you wrestled. He would just like highlight the little area after he wrestled there. So then way, if he had to go again, wow. he could find it quick on the map and then just kind of like make his route to go to it. I was like, that's really cool. So like, I love that. Obviously like for us, cause like we were like little in, in these times, like before all the, the boom of technology. So like yeah. a lot of younger people don't think about that, but then even us, like we don't think about how it was like before our generation, like it was even more difficult to get places and do right. that kind of stuff. So it's interesting to see how it goes along, but I, I do, I do love looking at a map like a paper map and figuring out where to go because you, you do feel accomplished. Yeah. I mean, it's a task. It's an effort, you know? So yeah, you feel like you, you completed something that took, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, it made me think what, what skills do we have now that'll soon be obsolete? Like, like reading a map that's a waste of time. Is it yeah. like, like maybe showering, you know? Cause maybe in like 10 years, it'll be like, like the Jetsons where oh, you just, just like you don't know, you don't know how to light yeah. just clean. Right, right, right. Or, or brushing oh, your teeth. Yeah. You, just, you know, you put this like helmet on, it does all that for you. I'm trying to think of what what other skills in the next like 10, go in our away. lifetime, yeah. are would be obsolete. I don't know. It intrigues me. I, I really don't know where to go with yeah, that. Yeah, cause like, cause if you, if you knew that, then you could just make the product that's gonna do it. True. I don't think Ooh. anybody could really see it. Probably driving a car seems the most apparent. But that's already a oh. thing. Right, but it's not a widespread thing. No, yeah. but I feel like it's we coming. have a technology. Like if, if they, so my, my thing with technology is, uh, I think it was when uh, it was PS3. PS3 was the big one, right? The big heavy one. 
It was clunkier, right? Yeah. 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 Yes, there was clunkier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when I got that, I, I got it because I, I think that I was playing, I was playing one of the SmackDown versus Raw games. And I want to say that the PS3 one, um, you could use your PSP to link it back and forth. It may have been SmackDown versus Raw 06, maybe. I don't know. I'm bad with gears. But anyway, so I remember um, we went to go in and get it. And my dad is like, okay, so what does this do? Because it was like crazy expensive and all that stuff since Christmas. And I'm like, it's this, 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 this. He goes, I was like, I can't, I, like, this is the highest technology like of, of the land that we've ever had. He goes, you realize that like, this is what we're getting as consumers. So this is the most technologically crazy right. thing that you've seen. He's like, this is what we have as consumers. Think about like what the government has. Like, he's like, at this point, like they can probably make stuff go invisible. We don't even realize oh, yeah. it. So like, how far behind are we as consumers in the technological world, as opposed to like the people who have access to that information? It makes me think like, do we have teleportation yet? The podcast is going to get weird when we don't have a sheet. Yeah. Our actual thoughts, like, like what, what can we do as humans that we don't actually know that we can do yet? Because if the information was given, like, Hey, we have, we have, we can, we can teleport. Like, wow. People would lose their minds. Bro, have you guys seen those? I'm sure you've seen it, but the uh, the robots now? Yes. They're, they're dancing. So, that yes. are dancing. So I, I saw one, they're running, but there's one that just came out recently where they're doing like, I think it's three of them and they're doing like a real like coordinated dance, but and like moonwalking and stuff like that and like literally moving. It almost like, it looks so real that it doesn't look real. You know, it's crazy. And again, like you were saying, like, that's what we know. So I know that there's gotta be like a whole family Bro. of robots, just, you know what I mean? Like living and like making decisions. And yeah. I don't know, dude. They got them in, a, in like a fake house in some studio bunker oh, somewhere, yeah. like just living a life. It's like the Sims, but real life, they're making sure that their AI can actually do all these things. And then when we get it, it's like, oh, dope. But there's a video, uh, uh, there's like a big Gundam in Japan. Oh, is that real? Because like that looked incredible. I don't, I don't know what if it's like a theme park or what. I just saw like a clip of it, so I don't want to get all on a high horse when I don't even know anything about it. But just seeing it is crazy. Because um, what? Why? Why does why? that exist? That's a, why. Yeah. Are we about to fight like some kaiju? Like what is? What's happening? Yes. Uh, Dan Dan wrote that uh, the company's Boston Dynamics yeah, that's right. is the robot company. And once again, uh, Boston leads the way in uh, the destruction. <laughs> oh, sorry, uh, sorry. Uh, you mean the destru- destruction? Yeah, right. You mean the creation of a nation? Boston Tea what? Party, people taking a stand to create freedom. That yeah, cabal, well, man. well I, just, I don't know how much good can come from these these robots that can clearly rip our, our hey. limbs off of our bodies. Yeah, you're going to see Jeff Dress? Oh, okay. Well, Any movie from the 90s pretty much shows robots will eventually get us. Yeah, we know what's coming. So, so why do we keep doing this? Just keep it to keep it to video games and let's not do anything else with it. Why are you building the people like building legit mechs? There's a, I saw this YouTube video and this was old, I think. Um, but a guy was actually inside of a robot, like controlling this huge giant robot. Like for real, it was happening. That's sweet. That's sweet. I've also seen uh, exoskeletons, I think are pretty dope. Yes. Yeah. Right. Where you could just lift all the and weights then, in the world. Right. right. I'm into that. Come on, man. That's what, that's what I think pro wrestling uh, should be in the next oh. 10 years. Yes. Right. Oh my God. You don't like, if you don't yeah. have an exoskeleton, like there's no non exoskeleton wrestling anymore. That's yeah. what I just want. Think of, think of the things you could do. Yeah. Man, no no strain that. on the body? No. You know, that'd be right. incredible. Wow. That's, but that, that goes into our, like, so the, <laughs> at this point in our lives, ladies and gentlemen, uh, what's entertaining to us wrestling-wise, if you're having just like a good wrestling match, I care not to see it. I either want to see something that's horrible 
and entertains me in that way or something that is so incredibly amazing that I'm entertained <laughs> in that way. Both are the same exact kind of entertainment to me. And I, yeah. and I love them, but I can't do middle of the road anything. Yeah. Ooh, uh, Dan wrote <laughs> uh, Swaggle, Horn Swaggle with an exoskeleton versus Brock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Book it. So, okay, so yeah. I would. I am into like the most manly of men against people who might not have the same stature with an exoskeleton. Like yes. that, that I'm into. Wow. Yes, because I, uh, Swaggle versus Scott Steiner with no exoskeleton, <laughs> pretty fantastic. <laughs> so I definitely watch this. He said it's like those clips of the guys fighting bears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See if you can last. Uh, Khabib, did you know Khabib Nurmurga? I'm going to butcher his name. Khabib. Anyways, I'm not going to try to pronounce okay. his name. Khabib from the UFC uh, wrestled he got the bears afro, right? as a kid. Uh, he has like, that's no, he wears that little afro wig. Yeah, oh, yeah. He doesn't actually have an afro. Oh, yeah, afro wig. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, but yeah, he wrestled uh, a bear as a kid. I think that's Legit, pretty dope. Huh? What? Yeah. Like oh, a wild I, I mean, it was, it was one of those soft bears. One of those domesticated oh, bears. Oh, oh, you know, bears? Not oh, one of those okay. bears from the streets, you know what I mean? He didn't, <laughs> he live, he didn't live a hard scrabble life. Yeah, no, he, <laughs> he was no, up in the burbs, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, one of those cushy ass bears, you What's know what I mean? So, movie, Madagascar, one of these zoo bears. He's been living yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, real soft, yeah, that's right. He, you know, grew up in a nice family and whatnot with a nice education. It's always weird bears. to me, people talking about like, yeah, I fought bears, but like it's all these situations, like unless, unless you're out in the mountains, like, Fighting wild bears, then I'm like, meh. You're unimpressed. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, not, un- not not unimpressed, but I don't understand the like allure. Like this this animal has been like trained to not like beat you up, and now you're like, uh, oh, so you you would fight a soft bear then? You you fight a, you'll fight a no. soft bear? Good lord, no. if a trained bear? Okay. Good lord, no. A working bear? Good lord, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, fight a, you fight a working bear? Good lord, no. One of those working bears. It's, ter- it's terrifying, there, regardless. Man. But where's where's the people who are like, no, I just like fought this bear in the woods. They looked at me wrong. Bruh, I, I'll take my hat off to someone uh, getting there with, with a working bear. Bruh. You don't I, need to just disrespect not, that. You, not, I, no, no, you no, might I, not see me in the arena. If that, I, no way. No, sir. Yeah. It's like when, uh, who was it? Uh, uh, who are the dudes in, in Vegas? Siegfried and Roy? Siegfried and Roy, don't they do like a tiger act or something like that? They yeah. do. Didn't, and one of them got like mauled or something, yeah, right? Yeah, no? yeah. yeah. After, after like X amount of years of doing it. Still, so I, I just, crazy. I don't know, man. I, you will never find me in that situation. I just can't, I, you know, I just, why, why would you do that, man? It's a bear. At the end of the day, it's still a tiger. It's still a bear. You're like, yeah, don't put yourself in there, you know? Man, oh, I, yeah, you wouldn't see me in there. What I'll experience be, I, though? Yeah. Crazy, you know? yeah. I'm, I'm with Kofi. I'm not doing it. I watch it, but you get my respect when you go fight the bear in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I respect that. Anyways, how are you guys doing on the red brand? I don't Actually, really see much. Yeah, let's yeah. let's go to. I'm I'm curious because okay, so uh, we just did we just did raw. So Kofi is out with his jaw. So yeah. I <laughs> I can dive into this. I was terrified. <laughs> so they're gonna make me wrestle by myself. <laughs> I did cardio every day. <laughs> Like you just act like case. you like you don't know how like you haven't been doing this for like two decades. I know, I know, but it's just it's it's different. It's different because from wrestling five four or five days a week, like cardio is different. Like you can't get in shape for wrestling unless you're wrestling. Right. And I don't have a ring near me that I'm comfortable going to. So like so I was like double like I'm fine cardio wise, but like geez, like we are on point going all the time like i felt like my cardio was insane so mm-hmm. uh so i just was just crazy doing cardio anyway long story short uh my entrance 
was at the end of a segment. So then we go to commercial break and then we start the match afterwards. And so I have not been in the situation in a very long time where I am out in the ring <laughs> in front of cameras on television in the break without either Kofi or E there to like mess around with. Cause that's, it's three minutes of just screwing around doing whatever you want. And so like Stu, our camera was like, yeah, we're in break. I'm like, cool. <laughs> what do you mean? We, <laughs> where's my, where's my friend? So I'm just like kind of hanging out. Like everything is fine. I'm talking with the camera guys and the announcers and all that stuff. It's fine. But it was just, it was very weird not having you guys there to immediately play off of. Yeah, no, it's an adjustment for sure. And we, we talked about this before in text and I just told you, like, I, I guess I'm just acclimated to it, but yeah, I just kind of talked to, I missed the, you know, we used to go to break and we'd have, we'd have so much fun when we had people in the crowd because you go to break and you have roughly three minutes and you could interact with people. You could holler at people. You could scope some ladies. You could dap up some kids. There's a bunch of things you could do. You could have some fun. That was, that, that was like the most live event type interaction because you yeah. know tv is just you know we, we shoot for tv so right. there's a structure and you have to have things done in a certain amount of minutes um but i miss being able to have those three minutes to just kind of mess around or run the ropes real fast for no reason uh, <laughs> yeah. or just any kind of nonsense uh and that is that is now not uh, with us so it's it's weird that you just you go to break and now there's just a silence and there's like a dozen people or so yeah. around you in the bowl and now That's my my my, my immediate thought was like what does E do? Like, what does yeah. E do? Because like, I, that wasn't even a thought to us. Like we, for me and Kofi, it's like, yeah, man, sucks. He's not in, here in the locker room with us. I'm like, ah, I hate that. Like he's over there, like by himself, not by yourself. Cause you got the, yeah. the locker room, but like, it's Boys. weird not having the three of Boys. us. And so we were always like, yeah, well we got each other. So there's like that saving grace. We feel sorry that he doesn't have us. But then like being out there, I was like, man, it really hit me. I'm like, man, I really hope he's like fine. <laughs> yeah. was, it, was, it was weird. It was yeah. weird. No, it is weird, but it's cool. Like, obviously, uh, one thing that fans might not know as much is that we have the same set of cameramen every single week. Like, those are, we're all on the road together and the production. So there's Tamario, uh, there's uh, Stu and Sweaty and Rico. So you, man, after what? Like, I've been on the road for eight years now, eight years yeah. and change. And uh, so you you know these people. So like, you know, you have these conversations with these people, but um, there isn't the fan interaction that there was before that was fun and felt new. You know, it felt new. It's a new town, new people. There's that newness every single week but now it's just it's the same old same old stew same old <laughs> same, same old team partly yeah i would i did like so again back to back to when we had fans in the building um how in between uh segments stew would point at people in the crowd and see, we would see who could hit him first with the pancake oh yeah oh Oh yeah, it's that's the best, the best part. Call the shots, man. <laughs> you got to keep your head on a swivel out there. You know, pay attention because they coming. They coming in hot. You've injured. You think that'll be like our uh, like our legacy? Oh, back in the day or in our day, we used to have fans in the building. We didn't have all this virtual. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Maybe. We're telling our kids virtual audience. We had yeah. actual fans out here. You yeah. think about this? When we used to go out there, if they didn't like us, they would boo. And we would know immediately if we were doing our jobs or not. What? So are you are you trying to posit a future where just this is it? This is just Who how wrestling is? We don't know. I don't know. That's because a, think about know. it too, with with um with this change of like people working at home. We were talking about this yesterday. Uh companies that are larger that have these crazy like 45 story buildings, like 
well, your whole crew was working at home. So now what you have, a you get a building that's like one floor for the people that you need to see and everybody else works from home. So like businesses aren't, might not go back to having these crazy buildings, which might have an effect somewhere else. Like I, I'm just saying like, I'm, there's, there's no way to tell like how things are going to affect what we believe to be normal, I guess, yeah. quote unquote. Yeah. Who's True. to say it's such a wild, like the, the uncertainty is so strange because you would think like, well, you know, above all else, whatever is going to happen uh, in a, in a storyline or whatever is going to happen in a match, we'll always know that the fans will be there and I can go out and I can do this and I can get them to react like this and this will happen. But now I don't know, you know, like you would assume that things will go back to normal, but we're going on like a year now without like fans in the crowd. Like, yeah. It's strange, bro. But think of two of, of all the moments where you had goosebumps and chills because oh, yeah. of like I always we we talk about Barclays in 2015 when we won the titles in that four-way. And I remember for hours later, I could barely get to sleep later because I was buzzing. Like you don't get that feeling anymore. You don't get so you're it. trying to say there's no more, there'll be no more feelings, no more buzzy feelings, right. no more goosebump moments. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yeah. We don't know. Like, how do you sure. how do you break into the business right now? Yeah, because eventually, like, uh, there's obviously everyone who's in the business right now has been in front of a crowd in in some fashion, but I don't know. There's some people who have been training and who have not been in front of a crowd yet, and say they keep on coming up, right? And they end up getting signed, and they've never had like an actual match in front of a live crowd. Can that is that a possibility? Like, yeah, yeah, wow, definitely. And it's 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 even weirder because that's where the organic realism comes from, like so many times we'd be out there and we pivot because like, that's, what's real is the fans reacting and giving us that energy and us knowing that we need to either change what we're doing or, or keep on that path. And so like yeah. not having that, it kind of, it kind of changes what wrestling is, you know, right. because right. rather than, rather than going out and kind of, Oh, you know, I'm in the opening match and it's like, uh, I'm just kind of here. But if people like lose their minds, then okay, maybe to next week, you're not in the opening match, but if yeah. people aren't there to do that, then it's like, Whoa, now, so now what's the deciding factor and right. like how the show, like, yeah, it's intense. There are so many people too, I, maybe not so many people, but they're definitely uh, wrestlers who are gimmicks, who fans just love and they get that great reaction, but they're not as good in ring, not as talented. And now in this era, they might not get the same screen time, the same pushes, the same limelight. Because they're not getting like, you know, there, there's just certain people who are like, ah, uh, he doesn't do this that well. He doesn't do that that well. But man, every single town we go to, all the live events, people are losing their minds for him. So someone like that is, is kind of undeniable. How do you not put them on the card? How do you not find a place for them? Because people, every single town react to them. And now without that, they become, it's easier to get exposed when you don't mm. have that natural reaction and people like, oh, well, his footwork is that, his, you know, just, you can see like more of the deficiencies. Oh. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, sure. So that that is so different. And that's not a shot at anyone because that's, you know, so many of the more memorable characters in wrestling history were gimmicks and were people like that who could move a crowd and who were beloved or who got booed. Um, and they were characters. And that organic response to them is what, that to me is what wrestling is. Like when yeah. I think of wrestling, I always say like, that's why I always think when we have like the WrestleMania week events, it always feels a bit weird to me to do the Hall of Fames and to do a lot of the stuff where you dress up and you get together because I often just have this feeling like 
this is this is great that we all get together, but this isn't pro wrestling. Pro wrestling is getting in your car with your boys after mm-hmm. a flight and going driving to Kalamazoo and get, and getting to a town and just doing what we do and having that fun and like, hey, let me try this and see how the crowd reacts. That to me is pro wrestling. And now what we're doing because of, you know, where we're, we're forced to be in this position where we don't have fans because of COVID and the pandemic. But now we're doing our best to still supply people with pro wrestling. But it's not, I feel like the heart of what we do isn't there in the same way anymore. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's it's very different. I was talking to um to Charlotte yesterday. It's like, oh, you know, how do you feel coming back and everything? Because I know, like, I was freaking out and all this stuff. And we were talking about cardio too. Uh, I was like, how you know, how's your wind? She's like, ah, you know, it's it's fine. I was like, yeah, I feel the same way, but I feel like I just got to keep like running more. She's like, yeah, same. So like, uh, we got into the idea of like, it's a possibility that like you're we're breathing differently because the adrenaline from the fans isn't there. So like, right. our pacing is different. And so like, it's almost like your cardio is exactly where it was, but now the pacing is different because you don't have that, that instant uh, reaction of, of cheers or booze. So you just keep kind of going through rather than pausing or taking a second and looking around and things like that. So like the, everything, like the whole structure of how you do things changes and that might have an effect on like what's going on internally in your body, which then plays into your performance when you're out there. So there's just, there's so many chess pieces on the board. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 like, I, I mean, we talk about it all the time as far as like adrenaline is concerned. So going back to like uh, when I had uh, injured my jaw. Uh, so I got kneed in the face by Cedric Alexander mm. uh, like three weeks ago. And uh, a couple of my teeth, you know, chipped. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it was all fine. It was cool. Uh, and the, the point of impact was like... Um, you know, just real sore. So I thought, okay, it's a bruise or whatever. The next week we actually had like a six man match and uh, everything was fine. You know, a little pain, but not, not terrible. Uh, And then the next week when we had our match right before we went out, like it just kept feeling like it was like just loose, you know, like, Oh, this is weird. Okay. And as soon as we get out there to the ring, I'm moving around and now I'm feeling it kind of like come out of place and like, just feel like it wasn't set in. And I feel like uh, if the fans were there, I wouldn't have felt that, you know what I'm saying? And like throughout the whole entire match, anytime something would happen, or, you know, I get hit or whatever, I'll grab, I'll grab my, I'll grab my jaw. And I'm like, oh man, like the entire match thinking about it the whole time. But if we had had fans there, like I've been not necessarily like injured, but have, have, you know, been hurt in a match and you just feel like the, the adrenaline of the crowd and you, it, it just, you know, makes you will, will your way through it, you know? Um, so I don't know, man. I, it's it changes the whole dynamic of just how we do what we do, you know, and like how the approach even. It's just really, really strange. And uh, I don't know if it's like for the better or for the worse, but it's yeah. just I guess the best way I can describe it is just being just being different. Well, this this yeah. pertains to like stuff that you do, like you're because you're the like essentially like the Royal Rumble guy. Royal Rumble is coming up yeah. and there's not going to be fans there. Right. Like how, how weird is this going to be? Yeah. Very strange because I think the Royal Rumble probably is second in pay-per-views only to mania in terms of like 
the amount of excitement that people have, regardless of storyline or whatever's going on, because you know what the rumble means. You know, there's going to be 30 people in that ring and the last person that's standing is going to WrestleMania. So, you know, you're probably going to have some special guests come out, you know, some, some old, some, uh, some legends come out. You know what I'm saying? Um, wow. Nice. Yeah. Nice correction. Yeah. Yeah. It was coming. It was on the, no, people say all the old timers, but I, you know, I, I don't uh-huh. think I, I would have said that in a disrespectful way. That's not, uh-huh. you know what I mean? I, I got respect for the, you know what I'm trying to would say. You, would, anyway. you, would you salute them? It depends on who it was. <laughs> wow. It depends on who it was. Wow. <laughs> you already know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Rumble's going to be weird, man. It's going to be weird. Um, I don't know. I'm excited we'll though. Yeah. I, I enjoy all the weirdness that's going on. Because yeah. we have to figure out, it's a puzzle. It's just like when we would do stuff, like when we were first starting out, trying to figure out like how we make this work within the confines of what we have to do. Like, mm-hmm. I, I love a good puzzle because then once you figure it out, you feel accomplished. Just like, and this wraps it all back. Just like when we had to look at the maps back mm-hmm. in the day to get to where we're going, we have to figure out how to get there. So all these obstacles in place, just more puzzles for us to have fun with. And psh, there you go. And that's the story of the, of the day. You thought we weren't <laughs> talking about anything. We were giving you life lessons. You're welcome. Wow. I guess you did learn something. Much to my chagrin. Yeah. That's not why I, that's not why I showed up today. Well, we don't educate you. Actually, yeah, Dan, can you cut that life lesson uh, from the episode? No, no, no. I want to make sure, yeah. I want to make sure nothing is learned from this episode. Please cut that. 90s cartoon style. We'll put the lesson, we wrap the pill in the cheese. You can eat it. it yeah. yeah. Well, uh, some, well not, not the cheese. Maybe wrap it. <laughs> Well, back in the day, back in the day for you, you used to. Well, you're right, you're right, but still, I I would, I would change that about myself. Okay. Yeah. Change it. If you, uh, if one thing you can change about yourself, I can change one thing about myself. I would consumption of cheese. Yes. And gelatin as a youth. My God. Okay. Well, that's that's the end. Just just <laughs> just end it very abruptly, please. <laughs> <laughs> just cut it in the middle that's, of these laughs. Well, no, we got things to plug, don't we? We got things to plug, right? Hit them with your I mean, socials. Hit them with your socials. Oh, socials. Socials at Austin Creed wins. Check out the YouTube channel at Up Up Down Down. Get all your up up down down apparel at uuddshop.com. Check your boy out. And this year, G4 stuff coming. Keep an eye out. Keep an eye out. Beautiful. Keep an eye out. Beautiful. I love it. Kofi? Yeah. I, you know, I got nothing to plug, you know, but you can follow me if you want to at, uh, at True Kofi at, uh, on uh, the, the, the Twitter <laughs> and the Instagram at the True Kofi. That's it. That's it. No plug. So you got it? Okay. That's it. Uh, I am at WWE Big E on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, I, you know, I would make a joke about having a, a Tumblr or MySpace or some other defunct. Is, is, is Tumblr defunct, actually? No, I don't really know. Not. People still on it? I, think I don't really took hear. Off, no they, took off the, they, they, they took the stuff off of it. And so. The reason that, that I showed up, made you mean? people leave. Yeah, they made some. The, 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 the rat, they, took it out, they took away some of the rabbit holes. And so some people left Tumblr. That's the only reason I'm on social media is for rabbit holes. I like, a, like a deep dive, just getting lost. Like Alice in Wonderland. What a movie, by the way. What <laughs> a great movie. What a concept. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, I'm at WWE Biggie <laughs> on Twitter and on Instagram. I don't really have much else going on. I'm trying to get some big money schemes brewing here. I'm working on some plots and whatnot. Uh, I'm out in here uh, in these uh, Tampanian streets trying to make a, a buck or two. Just a beautiful dollar. I'm just trying to make a beautiful dollar, you know what I mean, to feed me and mines. And by me and mines, I mean just, just me. It's just yeah, me yeah. I'm trying to feed. Yeah, <laughs> just solo dello. But there's nothing wrong with that. Don't judge me. Live your life mm-hmm. how you want to. You know, craft a life that you want to live. 
And don't be don't be looking in my windows and my doors, seeing what I do and how I live. So what? I'm kidless. So what? I'm wifeless. So what? I sit in this house every day watching Netflix, playing video games by myself. No social interaction. So what? Sounds Live your life. Conduct your life the way you want to conduct your life. You be the, the train conductor of your caboose. Don't worry about my caboose and what I do with mine. There you go. <laughs> right. You do, do you only have a caboose? Or is there, That's it. There's, so there's have, nothing pulling, the, like the train's not moving? No, no, no. I don't really know. I got to uh, talk to Breeze, you know, the, the resident train expert. Yeah. Uh, don't you need the front part? No, that's, a, that's, a, that's a childhood book. The, uh, what's her name? The caboose that's like in the tree. What? You know what I'm talking about? There's a there's a childhood there's a story train about a caboose that's in a tree. How they get in the that's tree? You. I don't know. Caboose in the tree? I don't know. Yeah, I'm and gonna, she's like, I don't know. You got you. I don't know, but you got to read the book before we before you end. I do have a question because in regards to something you just said, e, so you mm -hmm. said that you've been uh, you know you're looking for some big money schemes. I feel like you've said that a few times throughout the podcast. I was yeah. If, from the beginning, if there's any that you could talk about have you made any headway on any no i got i got some i do got some brewing but it's it's a it's a long play it's a slow burn that candle the wick it's a long wick on that candle it's gonna take a lot of time for it to burn oh speaking of candles this is super random but uh tavita fafita is one incredible human being mm -hmm. uh aka camacho in mm -hmm. wwe anyways uh he stopped by my house uh uh many moons ago and he makes candles what? So yeah, uh, check out his his of candle he does. business. Oh, I'm gonna have he's, to. He got a little wow. candle business. I'm gonna have to I go get a candle a right candle now. Maker, for real, for real. It's wow. a very uh, what a what a what a blessed man. What a beautiful man he is. In many ways, anyways, like this is we're not wrapping this up. We're just we're yeah. it's, it's, it's untangling. It's unraveling. Yeah, yeah. But the little, just the, little the little red the little red caboose is the name of the book. Little yes. red caboose. And when you're what listening to this, just turn it off because it's, we're just gonna keep rambling. So you, <laughs> yeah. This is the episode where you have the power. We're giving you the power to end. It's a choose your own adventure. But it's not like it's not to go one left or right. It's just no. to stop. You yeah. should choose to stop this adventure. Yeah. When do you want the bleeding to end? Because this will just continue to get more and more narrow, and less and less people understand it. So I'm I'm curious to see who gets to the end of it. It's on you, right? Because we could do this all day. We could talk about yeah. nothing all day. But do you have a uh, Christmas uh, sweater on too, by the way. E? Do we, what, is that oh, Ghostbusters? Yes. Ghostbusters Christmas yes, sweater. Yes, yes. I yeah, got to. I, yes, I was meaning. I have to shout out middle of beyond. Uh, Mia, who runs the company, is an incredible person, incredible woman. And she made this sweet, you can't wow. see it if you're just listening to audio, but it's a sweet Ghostbusters. They actually have like two different kinds of Ghostbusters sweaters. But anyways, it's a Ghostbusters sweater. It's very cool. It's very fitting. And I, I love it very, very much. So she sent me at least a half dozen, more than a half dozen sweaters and cardigans and whatnot. And they do a bunch of horror themed stuff like Evil Dead. And uh, I have, she sent the Leatherface one too that I wore on TV. So middle of beyond, they got a bunch of sweet cardigans and sweaters. Check wow. them out. Also check out Laser Wolf, which season two just wrapped, oh, yeah. just concluded. I love being on that show. It's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. And uh, it's on Adult Swim if you want to. I think it's also on their website. Man, on YouTube is as the well. longest. Yes. It's on YouTube? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What you size is that. that sweater, E? It's an XL, I think. You're like, you're just looking real big. I do. Well, yeah. Thank you very much. I you're, pulling out, you're pulling the buttons apart. Mm. Well, it's just, I got, I got good cleavage. I got good cleavage. So you got to... Just because you're dropping weight doesn't mean you're not big anymore. You can. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. You know, that. I, pre I yeah. feel like a shell of my former self, but I, I appreciate that. No, it's fine. 
know, okay. gotta, 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 gotta make sure you stay up. Gotta boost you up. Stay up, boost. We support yeah, you. Yeah, gas me up. Gas up gang. That's what I call y'all. Hey. Gas up gang. The gas up gang. G-U-G, G-U-G. the Gugs. The Gugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, 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 go. That's, what, that's actually a good side hustle. We yeah, should be I'm the gas up, gang. Hey, gas just, up gang. Just hire us and we'll go to your, your place you of up. employment. We'll go to your house and we'll we'll make you feel like a real big deal. Look, that's just how we're gonna, a real big shot. That's how, that's how we're going to end it. End it with like a good minute and a half gas up gang. Just Okay, so everybody listening, this is your first one's free, okay? Listen to us. It's your boys, the New Day. And we're here to tell you that you are worth it Mm. and you deserve it. Every day that you open your eyes, wake up and get out of that bed is a day that you can make it happen. Mm -hmm. You are enough. You can get that job or you can get that promotion or you can get that new thing on the back of your house built. You can do it. Yeah. We're here to make sure you understand. Kof, let them know why they can do it. You can do it because you got what it takes. You got that fire inside of you. It burns. You know what you can do. You got the capability to do anything that you set your mind to. Your big, beautiful mind. Your smart brain. Set your mind to it and do it. You can do it. Come on, y'all. Yeah. Come on, and look y'all. at you. Look at you. Look in the mirror right now. Look at you with all that body. Mm. Look at you with that butt. Yeah, mm. that butt poking out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're looking good. You're looking right. Yeah, look at you. Don't be afraid to touch on it. Don't be afraid to caress yourself. Mm. Yeah, enjoy that body that you walking around in because I'm enjoying it <laughs> and ain't no one going to stop me from maybe, enjoying it. Maybe we... Yeah, now let me close it how I want to close it now. You finish it, you finish it. Go, 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 go. Yeah, hire your boys. I'm going to TM that. I'm going to trademark it. That's us, the Gas Up Gang. Hire us to gas you up. We'll go to your town and just make it feel real good about yourself. I like that Kofi and I had some real uplifting messages. You said, Jeff, feel on your butt. feel on your Feel on your, look in the mirror and feel on your own butt. Because I'm looking at If you don't do it, I will. Come on now. Y'all hit them with the spiritual and some like the body. You got to address the body. You got to address the body. Because it's not secret admirer. It's secret luster. Thank secret you. Secret luster. You luster. 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 That's Let's it. Go. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you made it this far, that's on you. We told you. We tried to warn you. We bring it back. We cut this off. We'll bring a joke we, back now. We try to. We try to warn you. Cut it off. This is our natural stream of consciousness. So this is what our friendship's actually like. This is You're awesome. welcome. <laughs>